Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Rashid to our radio broadcast this morning. Rashid is on our residential program, and Rashid, we're glad to have you here with us this morning. Um, I'm grateful to be here, and it's an honor. Rashid, how's the program going for you so far? Um, I've been here for about seven months, and um, I can honestly say that um, being here um, changed my life a lot. Um, things have been getting revealed to me that I didn't know growing up, and I grew up in a church home, so um, there are things that I've learned that I should have known as as I call myself a Christian. Um, things have been great. Um, the people are great here. Um, the atmosphere, the residents, um, of course, Reverend Kaiser and Reverend Thomas, um, Jesse, um, Jason. I just it's just an awesome place to be um, to come and get time to set to set aside and get away from the sinful world. Well, you know, Rashid, as we were talking, you said seven months. I don't know if seven months is going quickly for you, but let's take you back when you came into the program. Your contact person was, I think you said Jason, correct? Yes. So you were looking to come into the program, and what, what were some of the circumstances that were bringing you to the Haven of Rest? I was raised in a pretty decent home. Um, my mom was always there for me. Um, she provided everything I needed, sometimes stuff I wanted. Um, my dad wasn't around, um, so for me as a child, as any child, um, they look for that man, you know, that male guidance, and I ran to the streets for that guidance, um, and the people I saw in the streets, they looked like they was at joy, you know, and at peace. I mean, they had chains, their pants sagging, they had all the girls, um, had the money, the nice cars. Um, it was tough, couldn't nobody beat them up, so that was what I thought a real man was, and Slowly but surely, I found myself becoming that um, to the point to where I didn't want to go to school. Um, you know, I just, I just basically just became um, a negative, a violent person, you know, which wasn't who God intended me to be. Um, when I was about eight years old, um, I was molested by one of my cousins. And um, shortly after that, I lost my virginity when I was about 11. You know, I was broken. Um, I didn't see anything wrong with it, so I just went along with it. It had got to the point to where I would sleep with just about anybody. And it ended me up in <laughs> some bad positions. Um, when I was about 15, I got put on juvenile probation, and I was smoking marijuana at the time, and so I had to pass a urine test. I had to pass a urine test every week. I went to this outpatient program, and so they would test us, and I knew some older guys who was on probation or parole, and they smoked something called Spice. And Spice is synthetic marijuana, and it doesn't show up in your system. Um, I began to smoke it at the age of 15, and it became very addictive. And I smoked it to all the way to the age, I want to say, of 19. And it got to the point to where I was staying at a friend's house, I was staying at a friend's house, and I began to lose my mind. You know, like, the lights would be, the lights would be off, the video game would be off, the party would partying would be over, and I would be sitting down watching everybody sleep, and I would be trying to go to sleep. 
but it was chaos. It was chaotic. You know, mm-hmm. everything was off, and it was still chaotic. And one day, um, I called my mother and I said, "Ma, you know, um, I want to change my life around. You know, um, I'm ready to live for God. You know, who I don't even know." <laughs> And um, I just want to leave the streets alone. This is not for me, which you have always told me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm done trying to be the tough guy that I'm not. And she told me she'll pray on it. <clears throat> About two weeks after that, she called me and said, um, get your stuff. I'm going to allow you to come back home. Um, prior to that, me living in my friend's house, um, that winter, I was staying in an abandoned house in East Cleveland. I would break into my mother's house to go shower. My mom said I could come home, and I came home, and when I came home, I realized how bad I was because my mom, she she's a minister. She kept me in church, so I wouldn't go into nowhere but church before I came here. And I, and I realized as I stopped using, I realized, like, while I'm hearing voices, I was seeing things, you know, um, <laughs> just— my mom was just going 100 miles per hour. Well, I, um, first of all, thank you for sharing so honestly. And um, I know that uh, I think I, I also learned something there about the spice uh, drug, as, you're, mm-hmm. uh, as you called it, and as it is called. Um, yeah, just interesting. I don't know if I have a question other than, uh, a thought that um, you know it's interesting um, people talk about the rock bottom uh, experience and um, it's just amazing to me that I think it's true of all of us we, we probably don't realize how lost we are until um, maybe by God's graciousness it all kind of blows up mm-hmm. on yeah. us and uh, people find themselves in very bad situations as you described it and thankfully for you i think you sound like you you reached out back to your family yes your mother and so was your mother in case i missed it i apologize but was your mother instrumental then in pointing you to the haven of rest was did she know Mm. about haven of rest um no actually my mom our plan was to was for me to go to job corp and okay. get a trade and um get my high school diploma. Okay. Well my grandmother, um, she knew how bad it was. Um, because my grandmother is like like a like my prayer warrior, like she's my partner, like she's somebody who never stopped praying for me, who never gave up on me in spite of me denying uh Christianity and all the things I've been through, you know, just she uh, sounds ridic- very ridiculing wise. her. Yeah. She sounds she, very wise. She has always been there for me, you know, and um <laughs> she was just like, you know, you need to go somewhere and get your mind back on track with your body. And so, I mean, don't get me wrong, in Cleveland, Cleveland is a big city. There's a lot of group homes, a lot of rehab rehabilitation places, a lot of shelters, but there's not a lot of Christian based places that are free. And so she began to look online and look at places like Teen Challenge. Um, they wanted $500 down to enter the program. And somehow she found the haven of rest, which was free. 
Well, Kurt, like you said, it sounds like your grandmother, very wise. Uh, it's always encouraged to, encouraging to know that we have, whether it's a mom or a grandparent that continues to pray for us uh, in the midst of so many things that are, could be going wrong in our lives. So you find yourself down here uh, through your grandma, makes this call, and uh, you talk to Jason Hubbard, you get on the program. So let's talk a little bit about the program. Uh, obviously, hopefully you've learned some things here. Uh, why don't you talk about some of the th- your, your daily routine of what what are you learning? Uh, what You're interacting with uh, several other men. Uh, you have counselors, uh, Jesse and Jim Cole and Jason Hubbard and Eugene Gilmore. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Um, just what they give to you and um, teach you and try to instruct you with in the program is amazing. Like, um, we have a class called Authentic Manhood that Louie teaches. And the class um, just, it just changes. Well, I don't say it changes. If you are open to it, it changes your whole view of what a man is and um what a godly man is is which I what I needed. Um we also have Chappie's class which is um Roots of Faith mm-hmm. and it takes you back through the Old Testament which the majority of the stuff I knew because I was raised in church. Um but it's awesome to refresh those things and now when I going through the class I realize that everything in the Old Testament was directed towards Christ. You know, you can find Christ in the majority of the stories in the Old Testament. Um, Jason and Jesse, they have a morning class. And their class, is, is, it has helped me. It has helped me a lot. Um, that's one of the classes to where it's, it's mainly scripture. You know, um, it's different topics, but it's mainly scriptures. Jim Cole have taught it before. I think he teaches one lesson out of their class. And, mm-hmm. um... It just, <laughs> I just became a Bible thumper <laughs> from from just being in all three of those classes. You know, the knowledge and the wisdom I have received um, has just been um, amazing. And our routines around here, the work therapy assignments, you know, a lot of different things. Um, helping the women out on auxiliary day like we just had yesterday. Um, it, it's just, um, it's teaching me what work is. You know, because I've, I mean, I've had a job, but I've never... I've never had a job, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and um, it's just having the rest is teaching me how to become a man. Very good. I have to yeah. laugh. I had to laugh uh, about you know the Bible thumper. Um, <laughs> I uh, I I went to uh, you know Sunday school, church, and uh, and uh, also Christian education. So that word Bible thumper was never used in a positive yeah. light. So. Yeah. But I think it's funny that uh, I, I know what you mean there. So yeah. I'm, we're glad for that too. So, um, yeah, tell us, you mentioned about the work uh, assignments that you do. And um, I like it that you're connecting that with, you know, being being a godly man because part of that, I think, is uh, taking initiative. Am I right uh, in that not to be passive? Uh, to take uh, take initiative isn't that part of uh, the, the little phrase uh, that goes with mm-hmm. the class? Yeah, um, a lot, a lot that has a lot to do with it because um, and I tell guys guys all the time, new guys. I'm not trying to boast or sound like I'm better than them, but I tell them if you don't want it, um, 
there's no point of being here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no point of me being here. There's no point of any of us in here being here if we don't if we don't come to the point to where we want to live for Christ. Because eventually, without Him, we're going to fall. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going the second uh, the second I left her the first time and put my Bible down and stopped praying. Um, everything went downhill. Mm-hmm. You know, once you disconnect from Him, you have nothing. Literally. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Rashid, one of the things you said as we were talking before the interview. Uh, as we get close to wrapping this up, is obviously you're connected to one of our local churches. You're in one of their ABFs. Yes. And you have some, you've really connected well with that. That's important, Kurt, in some of our programming here is mm-hmm. we want our men and ladies to get connected in into the church. Why don't you share briefly about how you enjoy that? Um, well, I go to the chapel. Um, the chapel is a pretty big church. It's a, um, I want to say mini mega church. So when I first went there, I was a little nervous. Um, I'm not really nervous about speaking, but being around um, a new environment, new people, um, mm-hmm. and it was I was kind of nervous. But Calvin, he sings in the choir there, and he invited me to one of his ABS class one Sunday, and I went, and I've been going ever since. Um, some awesome people. They're always open to speak with any of the guys from down here, whether client or resident, they're not judgmental at all. You know, they don't view us as drug addicts or heroin addict or sex addict. You know, they view us as normal human being, God's creatures that have a sin problem as they do. You know, so um, it's just been an honor and um, a blessing to be a part of the chapel. So how can our listening audience uh, pray for you? I'm just praying that I stay focused and pray that God will give me the strength um, to continue on the journey I'm on and, 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 and be with me as I go out and try to make disciples of others. Okay. Well, Rashid, we're glad that you uh, had some time with us here to share with our listeners how they can pray for you, and they will continue to pray for you as we watch and see how God Uh, moves and changes your life. So thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you, guys.